What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is The Uncomfortable Hello and welcome Truth. back to The Uncomfortable Truth. OB, oh, you got a phone call yeah. the other day. I thought it was pretty funny. Will you share that? I will. I will. Got a phone call. Um, had a morning appointment, and um, kind of coming up on the appointment. It was about an hour before the appointment, and was in the middle of something, so I couldn't answer the phone call. Got left a voicemail. Um, supposed to be meeting him at, at nine fifteen. Um, this is one of your your clients. This is one of my clients. Have you ever met him? Never met this guy. Never met him. Okay. Uh, never laid eyes on him. Couldn't pick okay. him out in the lineup. Okay. So um, anyway, that's one of the cool things about my business is we is we I get to meet. Uh, actually, a lot of times we've had a relationship from a business standpoint with these folks for years mm-hmm. and I've never met them and so yeah. a, a, a real, a, one of one of my favorite things to do is get to meet these people that we've yeah. had relationships with for a long time and um anyway this is one of them uh, old Joe anyway Joe called and and uh let me know that he had an exterminator he, he, I didn't answer so he left a voicemail uh, Mr. Baker, I got an exterminator that's coming uh, at 915. I just realized that I'm not going to be able to make that 915 appointment. But uh, we can reschedule. I'll call you back, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. I love you, buddy. Wait, I, I, don't, I don't love you. I don't love you. Bye. I hung up. <laughs> so good. It was awesome. Um, when I called him back, he didn't say nothing about that voicemail. <laughs> I mean, you got a choice. It either becomes very awkward, you bring it up, or you just let it r- ride, and yeah. it's still awkward. But you at least you know you're not going to bring oh, it up. It, well, if if you're in sales at all, you know that icebreakers are very important. Yeah, uh, figuring out a way to relate. You know, uh, the first thing that I will talk about whenever yeah. he sits down, I'm going to be like, "So you love me?" Yeah, and he's going to be like, "Yeah, that actually, I can just see it now." Yep. I'm going to yep. be like, "Well, I mean, I'm just telling you, in that moment, I needed to be loved." Yeah. You know, and, and he, you know, he'll he'll get a kick out of Heck it. But yeah. anyway, it yeah. was it was very man. That's funny. It was man. uncomfortable for him. Hey, I, all the all the listeners out there, do this for me today. Somebody that you talk to maybe on a regular or semi-regular basis that you those words do not come out of your mouth. <laughs> when you're on the phone with him at the moment when it's time to hang up, say, all right, all right, bud. Uh, yeah, good talking to you, man. I love you. Bye. And just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> just hang up. Or you could say, oh, it's good talking to you, bud. I love you. Just and, wait. And just silence. And just wait. Just wait. Do it. Do it. It's hilarious. That's that might be even funnier. Just oh, to see, man. you know, just to see what the reaction is uh, on the other end of the phone. You know, just man. silence. <laughs> Those moments, I cherish them. I could totally see you doing that. You're such a knucklehead. I used to do it all the time. You, well, you you're like Shane's the guy that like. If you if Here, you we got if, video if, if you, show him. if you come in, in I'm like if, if he comes in and 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 you know he 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 goes back and <laughs> forth 
And I'm like, quit jacking with me, so, man. You know, a little just, context there. Me and Obi normally do a fist bump or a handshake, but we kind of see it coming. Well, Shane had Obi so jacked up this morning that we did the most awkward left-handed handshake backwards. It ends up being like this. It was odd. Yes. But we know each other so well. I'm like, That's whatever. Odd. But he yeah. told me Shane to mess with him. I'm well, like, when I, told, I get it. When I, yeah, you got it. Yeah. You understood. Yeah. I've been living so with me him and, life. Me and your wife have a thing where – you were looking at me like, y'all have a thing? I was like, <laughs> you, you need to finish that sentence. I, I was mean, going that's a little to. Unco- well, I mean, maybe lead with something different. So normally Listen. when I see Amy, she. Yeah. You know where I'm going. You know where I'm I going. I intentionally dismissed your Obi's wife had a thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm wait, wait, hold, hold on. Is that why this I'm is, sitting in the middle? This is uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, Lord, just kidding. Go ahead. I, I'd be lying if I said I was embarrassed. Yeah, you would. Okay. Yeah, so I I feel I feel uncomfortable hugging women that I have not known for five years. Typically, that correlates also with how well you know the husband. For That's me, right? Yeah, yeah. If I know their husband really, really well, yeah. not a big deal. But I still want, even if I know a husband really, really, really well, and I've never met his wife, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hug her. Yeah. But what do you do? Like because. W- we're in East Texas, right? We're in the we're in the good old Southern Belt, heart the heart of hugging country. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We, we we hug around here. People hug. Women hug. That's how they greet each other. And you, and you ever and, seen two and, women walk that are good friends walk up to each other? Hey, Jill, how you? Met? It's good to see you. It's, Never. It's full you're on. my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. You're on. You're chest to chest. Yep. <laughs> That's why I get uncomfortable because I are we okay? It's a woman I don't know comes in for a hug. Yeah, we're going side hug or we're going chest. I ain't going chest to chest. I will. Kind of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Amy and I were comfortable enough with each other, and I was just like, listen, I'm a little uncomfortable with hugs with women. <laughs> so, we just shake hands. <laughs> and it is, it's one of my favorite things. Because it's a very intentional shake. You yeah. Know, it's, yeah. It's, it's like, it says it's, more it's than a hug. <laughs> yes. yeah, I love it. It's an inside joke. Let me I see. Hey, Amy, how are you doing? We got, she's got a great firm handshake. It's good to see you. Military. Yeah. You know, she's, she probably loves the handshake because she like, she gets to stand up straight. And <laughs> hand, I love know? it. <laughs> it. Brings her back. Huh? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, Obi, will you open us up in prayer? I'd love to. I'd love to. Father God, thank you so much for bringing us here safely. Uh, Lord, we just pray that you'll be with Sean and his family as they're down at the Texas State track meet and his daughter competes in the state pole vaulting. Um, Lord, we just pray safety over her and safety for them getting back home. Uh, Lord, we pray that you'll be with us on this podcast today. We pray that you would uh, just... Allow us to be your hands and feet, Lord. Allow us to um, potentially plant a seed in one person's life. Um, Lord, that's our our prayer for this, is that we can plant seeds for you, do some kingdom work in your name, and honor you in everything we say and do. And, uh, Lord, we just thank you for this platform, and we thank you for loving us. Uh, we thank you for our families, and, Lord, we thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross and ultimately give us... Um, you know, an example of how we're supposed to live our lives. We thank you for loving us, and uh, we're just so thankful for everything you've given us, and we ask this in your holy and precious name. Amen. 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 I'm going to tell an uncomfortable story from my own life and perspective. <laughs> the, uh, I started tensing up 
I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what, what is he about to say? He's, got his, he's got his arms crossed. Uh-huh. This is very serious. <laughs> the other day, we Little League softball. Ooh, <laughs> you yeah. are getting serious, aren't Man. you? Yeah. yeah. Little League softball. My daughter plays. Uh, she catches. And we've got a good little team. Great, great girls on the team. They're all very uh, responsive and respectful and are trying their best. And I, I really enjoy this this group of girls. They're from 13 to 16 years old. And they really, uh, some of them, this may be their first year to ever play softball. Maybe one or two of them. Some of them have played two or three years. Most of them have not played that long. We have three girls on the team that have probably played since they were five. And the rest of them, you know, different. Just it's regular league. It's so, the skill level is from down here to down here. But what it allows is like, Everybody has an opportunity to go out and do something fun. Um, we And we do. We have fun. There's not a whole lot of pressure involved. So saying all those things, like we have umpires that, to be honest, are not that great. And it's okay. It's okay. I, we're thankful that they're there because it's really hard to get umpires to come out. We're thankful most of the time they have a really good attitude, whether they're very good or not. Right. We joke around. We have a good time. The same thing we do with our team and our girls. Okay. So, prelude there. I like it. <laughs> uh, first of all, I coach a yes. 12U team. Very similar to everything that you could just said. So, I would echo that. You know, I think the last game we had, I could tell that the, the, these were newer umpires. Okay. Um, and I knew one of the guys. He was from, he was from White Oak. Okay. And he knew me. He knew my dad. What are you doing, Obi? You know, and uh, mm-hmm. anyway, we we and he said something like, "You know, we're going to do our best." You know, yeah. and I'm like, I said, yeah, "We don't have." Fine. I said, "We don't have a bunch of great skill level here." Uh, I said, "He said, if it's close, I'm going to call it." Good. I, I please said, do. I said, "Please do." We want them swinging. Yeah. And I said, "I said these girls, a lot of them." have a hard time throwing strikes yeah and i said call them strikes i said we don't care that's how i mean even though our girls are older our (laughs) our league's very similar it's like if if you're if it's a half a ball to a ball off the plate call it yes call all day call it inside outside up and down what big old strike zone swing the bat let's go that's right so the entire game this guy was the umpire behind the plate was not calling strikes. Strikes are close strikes the entire game. Nobody had said anything to him about it. Our coaches are are real relaxed, uh, usually for both teams. It's not like super high stakes. But at a certain point, the game's on the line, and the girls are really trying. And our, our girl that's pitching has not, this is like really her first, second year pitching. She hasn't done it, so when, when she throws something close, we need it. Yes. <laughs> we need it to count. Third inning, and I – no, it's fourth inning, sorry. We were up by one run. Um, our pitcher had – we had loaded the bases. And uh, so bases loaded, no outs. We're up by one. It's the last inning. They're home team, so if they score two runs, it's over. We have two strikes. And she hits inside corner. And I I know this because my daughter, Miller, catches. 
she understands. She's been doing it for a long time. She understands the zone well enough to know whether it's a strike or a ball for a 13-year-old, right? So she had been holding them there all game just with the intention when she got a strike, you know, she would hold it there to say, waiting. Okay, not a strike. Okay, here you go, you know. And uh, we have a strike three to get our first out of the inning. Ball, take your base. Oh, my gosh. With bases loaded? Bases loaded, so uh, it walks in a row. So it's tie game. It's tie game now. Justin and I, Justin is our head coach. He had just, we had just had a conversation, and he told me, if this guy misses another strike, I might lose, I might lose it. <laughs> and Justin doesn't, he doesn't get, he gets fired up. He'll tell you that. But he gets fired up about, like, things like kids not hustling or uh-huh. things like justifiable tied, stuff. Tied to the team. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so he tells me that before the inning starts. My brother-in-law, Corey, is at the game, too. He was in for Mother's Day weekend. And uh, he <laughs> he's just he's like commentary the whole time. He's like, oh, he missed another one. <laughs> can you believe that? I can hear it. <laughs> yeah. So he that misses it. Good. And Justin, before I see Justin's head turning to me, and I'm like, time blue. I'm walking out to him. I'm like, hey, where is that? And initially, very calm. I'm not going to talk about balls and strikes, coach. I'm like, but man, framed up. I don't, I said, I understand maybe it's a little bit off the plate, but, you know, this is league ball. If it's a half a ball inside, can we not get a strike? I'm not talking about balls and strikes. I was. I said, earlier in the inning, you had uh, the catcher on the other team was set up outside dove inside our girl jumped out of the box to keep from getting hit and you called it a strike and we're framing up here and you called it a ball he's like you need to go sit down do your job over there on the bench and uh oh gosh that's when i had it (laughs) i I was like man i'm just trying to ask ask a question he's like go sit down or i'm gonna throw you out and i was like you need to do your job. <laughs> zero to hero. So I, I we mouthed back and forth for a minute, and I went and stood back over there. So the moral, well, the moral of the story. I, I should I tell the rest of that story? I don't know You're, the rest of it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you don't? Did I not tell you this the other day? Uh. Uh-uh. So the rest of the story is really not pertinent to what I learned from it, but I should just you can tell the well rest of the story. story. Yeah. So next, we bring our balls, uh, games tied. We bring our girls in. Everybody gets calmed down, whatever. You got to give context, Shane. Not everybody listening plays softball and baseball. They brought all the infielders in oh, sorry. To, gr- to the grass instead of back on the dirt so that they could get the out at home because if they don't, game's, game's over. over. We didn't have any outs. Yep. So we have to get the out at home. Force force out. So in that, in that scenario, your catcher <clears throat> turns into a first baseman. They're stretching out to make the play just like they're a first baseman because it's a force at home. Ball's hit to third base. Third base makes a great play. My daughter, Miller, comes across. Now, as a catcher, you want to kind of come across the plate with your foot on the plate and stretch and get off the plate so you don't get run over. And to separate yourself so you could possibly make a throw to first. Yes. Times. So she comes through the bag. Third baseman makes a great throw. She comes through the bag, steps on the plate, and comes off. It's, it's pretty quick. Umpire not really paying attention, looking more at third, looks back as Miller's coming off the plate. 
She's safe. Off the plate. Ball game over. And then, whoo, gone. He left. He gone. Yeah, that's what umpires are supposed to do. Yeah, you got to get out of there. Uh, I mean, that's typically what they do anyways. <laughs> that was the end of the game. <laughs> nope. Salt on the wound. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes. nobody, nobody lost it. Um, there was nobody to lose it on because they were gone. But the 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 girl running home, the opposing coach, and two of the other players' parents on the other team said she was on the plate. Anyways, yeah. that's not the whole moral of the story. Moral of the story. So as I was walking out, I'm gonna read a verse. This is uh, Hebrews thirteen seventeen. Obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Here's the part. Um, their work is to watch over your souls, and they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. That would certainly not be for your benefit. So as I was walking out to talk to this umpire and fuming in my head and trying to stay calm, let me just let me also say this is the first time that I've ever gotten close to being tossed in it. Okay, number one, do I feel justified? Do I feel justified in my reasoning? Is my reasoning rooted in something that's bigger than me, the Lord? And can I reason through that with somebody else without taking them further from Jesus? That's not what was going through my head. Mm-hmm. But can all of that be done? Can all of that be done at the same time? I, I, I think it could have. I believe so, too. I don't think I did it, but I think it could have. Here's what I'm most disappointed in myself about during this whole scenario after reflecting. Being held accountable to God. Okay? It talks about being held accountable to God in Hebrews 13, 17. I'm not, I'm not mad at myself for going to talk to an umpire to talk about balls and strikes, to talk about the game, to ask him questions. I'm really not, I shouldn't have raised my voice, but that's not what I'm most upset about in that scenario. When I walked to that home plate, my thought was, I better watch what I'm doing here because I'm in a position in this school, in this community, if I make a fool of myself, going to be all over social media that was my thought (laughs) my thought was not how do i represent the lord in this situation how do i be held accountable to my lord and savior jesus christ i was more worried about how people might turn that into something against me your image yeah um yeah i was held accountable by my image it's not bad to be held accountable in any concern but more that was more about the representation of myself and how I'm reflected on the community. Worldly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think that, you know, you we have an image. We have an image, yes. And 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 you have an image to uphold for the Lord. Absolutely. You know, and so so if if your image if your image is rooted in what you're doing for Christ and how you're trying to emulate him, if that's if that's what your image is rooted in in this life on earth, yep, then you have an image to uphold. Absolutely, you know. So, you that know, that was not my thought though. Right. My thought was, how do I keep this like just heated enough, but under the radar? So, yeah. Well, because when you 
so a little background on several things here that all kind of coincide. One, I've been an um, an umpire at you know done high school playoff games, second, third, fourth round, whatever. There's always going to be emotion and tension. Yeah. All right. Two, the weekend before, I lost my cool playing in our men's league baseball game, which wasn't justified in anything other than I thought somebody did something wrong and I couldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's reverse engineer this. Here's the beauty of God's grace that we get all the time. If you had this to do over again, because we know the minute we ask God for forgiveness for our shortcomings, he's mm-hmm. not surprised. He saw it happening, knew what was going to happen, all these things. But that's the beauty of his grace. I think one of the biggest things believers struggle with, I know I do, is when I ask for forgiveness, I am forgiven. Amen. Now how do I go continue my walk to sharing Jesus and loving others like he loves mm-hmm. me? Now, if you had it to do over again, what would you do different? I, You know, yeah, I've thought about uh, just I would I would not let the, the emotion started to overtake me. Um, I would not let that happen. And, and my first question would be, can I do this in a way that honors Jesus? So just have a conversation. I love what you just said there. We know as, as adults, and many times because we all have kids, we struggle with the same things that we get onto our kids for doing. Yeah, they get, it seems like they, you know, when the emotion for them takes over quicker, yes. you can recognize it and understand that you went from, it's, it may have seemed on the outside that you went from zero to hero like that, mm-hmm. but you really didn't. You went from zero to hero starting over three innings or, yeah, or this morning. Like right. I or, up at or, when you, or when you walked up and you, next, hypothetically, and you've had that umpire before. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Oh, Here I we know. go again. I know. Okay, so I can relate to that. You know, so you, it's really about being lockstep in Jesus' presence mm-hmm. 24-7. And, yes. Yeah. Which is something that we all get away from daily, which is why it should bring yeah. us back to him like a, you know, a, a moth to a flame, is that I need him constantly. This isn't a in and out, in and out. So it's more of a how can we do things that make people go there's something different about that yeah if i'd if i'd have walked out and not thought anything about anything else but i'm i'm lord i'm held accountable to you mm-hmm. please let you know let me honor you in this situation i think everything changes i, I have no doubt it does i know that talking to our kids after like the game and i was like hey god girls i'm sorry like i i wouldn't want you doing that i could have handled that better and some are like, that was you fired up? Like, right. You're, and I, like, yeah, but it, yes, it doesn't matter because I know. What was in your head and heart. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Funny how that works. Isn't it? You know. But you, <laughs> awareness is better than unawareness. Yeah. And, you know, we always have the chance to get back on the horse, if you will. Yeah. Or decide to stay off of it because, by goodness, I'm right. Mm-hmm. But and you, but you know, yeah, you know, and, that's, yeah, and, you that, know. and that's just it, you know, I mean, you know, you, you may have not done anything to jeopardize your, your God 
godly image, you mm-hmm. know, your your Christ-based image, whatever whatever you want to call it. Um, but you feel like you have, but right. you didn't according yeah. to everybody that was looking, but sure. you did from your perspective. Then and I you're did. like, yeah. I, if that's the case, then like you said, you did. Yeah. And 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 what can we do to be better? That's you right. know, uh, I think the fact that you recognize that and most people didn't maybe most people felt like you kept your cool mm. you know but they might ha- i mean like because maybe they would have like reacted totally different than yeah. you did and and so i feel like that y- the fact that you have this internal um idea of the way that god expects you to live um is I think that's so cool, and, and I think that that's growth in itself because, you know, and I, and I think it's important that we recognize that because mm. Shane five years ago, you know, might have reacted differently. Who knows? I mean, who, yeah. who knows? Maybe that's growth, you know, um, but only you can know that. And and anyway, I just think that yeah. recognizing it's so big. Yeah, As believers, I, building a life that – recognizes I'm either going to walk through the situation through Jesus's filter or through mine. And they do not go together. Right. No. Because the worldly standard says, well, you held your cool pretty good there. And we talked about it for the next two weeks about how we dislike this person. The godly standard says, how am I sharing him every second I can? Mm -hmm. No questions asked unequivocally. It might be the fact that Shane or I, in my situation, didn't overreact, didn't go out there, didn't say a thing, and just share Jesus in that way where people go, well, you deserve to go out there. You should have. Right. Why yeah. didn't you? Yeah. The world you know? wants to justify our sin. Right. Yes. Oh, that's justifiable sin. Yeah. That's... We, I think we get caught up sometimes in the righteousness of our actions. Uh-huh. Well, what is true righteousness of action is if we're only like fighting, fighting evil. Right. Right. And it, I think it it does talk in the Bible about we should uh, fight evil. Um, don't stand by. You know, Jesus is flipping tables in the temple. God gives us a sword and that armor. Right. You know. But an umpire not calling the strikes is not evil. That's right. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's exactly right. It's evil in our world at that moment right. or frustrating yeah. or whatever. It feels like a sin against us uh-huh. or against me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And why did Jesus flip tables? They were selling stuff in the temple, right? Yeah, they weren't. They were for not, their own profit. There you go. It was about them. Yeah, it wasn't about him. Mm-hmm. Them or him. Them or him. Me or him. Mm. You or him. Us or him. If they do not go hand in hand in lockstep, I'm getting convicted right now. Yeah, yeah. I am too. <laughs> that guy is sitting here all sweating. <laughs> you, you're, we're out of line. Yeah, I mean, like, let's just call it like it is. We're sitting here talking about you know, not you know, being selfishly motivated at anything at all yeah. ever. Yeah, you know, and and <laughs> and, and and it's like, Dad, gamut. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you want to talk about conviction? It's like, yeah, I mean, how how do I do that? Well, the only way you lock step, like you said, I mean, it's it's got to be everything uh, through him, mm-hmm. and and your only ambition is to glorify his name, mm-hmm. you know. And and how can I do that without acting selfishly mm-hmm. uh, or 
labeling righteousness in my mind and not God's mind, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know not the way God looks at it. Um, mm-hmm. It's very difficult. It's very difficult to to live a life where your selfish ambition or your selfish mindset uh, is is external. You you keep it out and and uh, man, it's just tough. Mm-hmm. And, and so, I think you know recognizing that our nature in the world yeah. uh, desires that we live that way uh, or or expects that we live that way in some capacity they they want us to uh god does not yeah and um so yeah good stuff shane yeah uncomfortable Mm -hmm. i love getting convicted and yeah real live recording yeah it's like (laughs) presence presence of the lord yeah Yeah. no doubt or two or more gathered those moments and those things that we feel most passionate about you know our kids what our kids are doing things things, we love to do things we love to do are typically the ones that get us in the most trouble Mm -hmm. because we're passionate about it now the lord gave us passion and allows us to feel that passion you know we're human can we do it in a way that exemplifies his love for us that's right and not a way where we get on the back and pat on the back and the world goes you you handled that you got him you know, yeah, you told him. You got. <laughs> yes, I did. You did it. <laughs> when yeah. people tell you that, like, it's because they wanted to do it, uh-huh. and it, you know, <laughs> or it, or they wanted to be justified in something they did. That's right. It's okay. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. So, in that moment, if somebody ever comes up and they're like, "You gave it to him good," <laughs> it should be some immediate self examination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that wasn't what Jesus probably that, was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that you just affirmed that everything I did was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> what be you, what filter do we determine wrong? Yeah. That's All it. right. Yeah. That's it. So thanks for joining us. Beatbox. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us today. <laughs> we appreciate you being here. Hey, uh, shoot us an email. Uh, real uncomfortable truth, R E A L uncomfortable truth at gmail.com. If there's something that's on your heart, you need prayer for, uh, something you want us to talk about, we will actually read those and uh, possibly set a topic day and go over that. Go out and kick today in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah.